0: Good morning, good morning, everyone. I am Deb Creer. I'm the socialite, and I am passionate about working with professionals to show them how to use social media as a tool to promote themselves and their businesses. And I sound a little bit different today because Atlanta is in high allergy season, and I'm still not you know, quite used to that, being this Colorado native that I am, but we will just muddle along and hopefully we'll just do just fine. So I'm so excited. My guest is someone that I've never met in person, only met online. In fact, we met on Facebook. You know and, and this is happening more and more often where we are using social media to really extend our reach. Whether it's personal, business or a combination, we're able to connect with people all over the world and that is just so cool. But it's especially cool when you're being a, when you're able to do this for your business. So please join me in welcoming Don Jensen. Hi Deb, how are you? Thank you so much for having me. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. Nice to virtually meet you. And and so this is always fun. Um, let me tell people just a little bit about you. <clears throat> so, Don, Ra- Rachel, or Raquel? It's Raquel. Raquel, mm-hmm. see. So Don Raquel Jensen is a twenty-year technology training veteran. She founded Virtual Options Coaching and Training in 2001 and it has evolved into one of Central Florida's boutique social media coaching and social business training firms. Dawn also resides as an outsourced social media consultant and digital marketing strategist for select companies. She provides long-term, big-picture social business intelligence and training through strategic social marketing practices creating clients as thought leaders and tribe builders. Dawn served eight years in the U.S. Navy Reserve as a journalist, covering military, national, and world events, both here in the United States and in Europe. She received her bachelor's degree from the University of Central Florida and is a DINFOS, and that's an acronym for Defense Information School graduate, which specializes in public affairs and visual information. So first, thank you for your service, Don. Very much appreciated that you served in the Navy. Thank you. It was wonderful. Wonderful. Oh, I bet. I bet. You know, and and able to to see and do things that so many people just can't even grasp. Um, but you know, I I always appreciate anyone who has served our country. So I wanted to make sure that that I said that. So you know, let's let's just really jump into this because. You know, there there are parts of your bio that just stand out so much for me because so many businesses and individuals don't even think about this. And what you really focus on is helping businesses and people to build online authority using social media. So first, what do you even mean by that? Well, most of us,
1: when we go out, we invest a lot of time, energy, and effort in building our business. And for some what I call bootstrapping entrepreneurs you know they are the chief cook and bottle washer they Mm -hmm. they take the phones, set the appointments do the client care the follow-up the actual work and then they go out and they have to and need to spend time uh, one-to-one in networking and chamber events and just to make sure that they are still in the spheres of influence that can refer business so it's literally taking their body of wisdom, their expertise, those years of experience, that education, and being able to translate that online so that they can leverage themselves
0: properly. Right. And, you know, it's it's so important and it doesn't really matter what size of business, you know, clearly the big guys do it very well, but it also means the little guys can compete much better. Absolutely. But- it, it it also doesn't matter what your business is. You know, maybe you're a, a brick and mortar or you're something that is virtual. Talk to us about how, you know, let, let's start with the small entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. You know, why is it so important that they use social media? Well, if they don't use social media and I, I run into this, uh, you know, even
1: now <laughs> where people are, businesses are resistant or business owners are resistant right, because right. they, It might be an onboarding or education point of view. It might be Mm -hmm. that, you know, I don't understand why people are using social media because it's all about kittens and oatmeal. People are posting what they want for breakfast and I don't care. Mm -hmm. And uh, what, you know, what, what happens is when, why do they need this? Because if they don't claim who they are online, somebody else may and may Mm -hmm. not only act as them, but also may leverage their competitive intelligence to Get business. So if I may, mm-hmm. regardless if I'm a flower, uh, I own a flower store, I'm a financial advisor, or I, I have a product, um, if I do not claim my kind of digital stake online,
0: mm-hmm. someone else may. And that's important to, to acknowledge. Right. And more and more, people are turning to social media when they're researching a business. You know, they're they're asking their friends. They're looking to see if, if a business has a Twitter account, a Facebook page, you know, all of those various things. Absolutely. And if they don't find anything, you know, it's they're like, well, do they really exist? And then even worse, if they find something that's out of date, you know, right. that's what drives me nuts are the people who have started their Facebook page, you know, their Twitter account. And it's, it's just crickets, you know, they, they post maybe once a month if they're doing good, you know, and, and what they post really isn't relevant to what's going on. And so why is it important to be consistent in this space?
1: You never want to, what I call build and blow, which is Mm -hmm. basically build up your social media because you had a, a, spark at one point and then blow it off for weeks months or years at a time Mm -hmm. the inconsistency in posting not posting enough or often or not having a system where you build team or ask for help Mm -hmm. that makes you not only less credible it makes you look like you are antiquated and maybe what you provide as a product or service is also antiquated to your clients and Mm -hmm. prospects
0: right and you know it is it's something that, you know, you mentioned at the start. Businesses think, ugh, you know, I'm not going to post about kittens or oatmeal. And they see it as a big waste of time. And, and typically those are people who obviously haven't used it or have only used it for personal. You know, they they're, when they're looking, they're looking at the kitten videos and, and things like that. Or maybe they're an, a little older demographic and they've seen their employees wasting time on it or their kids wasting time on it so they think you know it's really not worth it but you know I'll, I'll start and and you know i'll i'll post every once in a while but i have better things to do with my time have you you know what do you tell companies who do this aside from you have to post more <laughs> how do you really convince them that it's so important you know
1: it's funny because when i <laughs> i laugh because i could i'm uh, reminiscing about a, a couple of instances you know i always say Look, don't take my word for it. I'm I'm I don't get paid by these companies. I just know that these relationships that you're cultivating online, you can cultivate off Mm -hmm. offline. And if you're always more interested than interesting, like as Mm -hmm. an example, the kittens and oatmeal post, people post things on social media that really matter to them. Right. Their family, their friends. And it is a way that you can they invite you into their lives to know a little bit more about them. Now, depending on the platform, the information is going to be different. LinkedIn's mm-hmm. obviously going to be different than Facebook. But the fact of the matter is you have a way, kind of a lens on that person that gives them that dimension that maybe, as an example, you guys both love horses or you like the mm-hmm. same author. And that is a right. touchstone that mm-hmm. you can use to cultivate a deeper relationship. And you don't know who that person knows if they are a client or if they can bring you your biggest client.
0: Right. You know, and, and I think that is one of the things to really remember is it's not always who you're connected with. That's important. It's who your connections are connected with, um, you know, because it, it grows exponentially. The, the old, you know, six degrees of separation with Kevin Bacon. It was, Oh, a couple months ago, several months ago, Facebook came out with a, a, a new study but now it's down to about 3 yes. that that we are connected and mine was actually less than that i think it was like 2.9 but you know i am i i have quite a, a few a large number of followers but you know so we're connected with every other person in the world this is not in the united states not in north in the world and considering china doesn't have facebook you know we're connected to every other person in the world in about 3 steps so, you know, just think if you're trying to meet, maybe it's the president of IBM or, you know, the the purchasing manager at the company around the corner, there's a pretty good likelihood you might be connected somehow to them on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, you know, all of those various platforms. Absolutely. And it's a wonderful way to do
1: some kind of reverse engineering. Mm-hmm. So as an example, when I have clients that are looking at optimizing their LinkedIn profile because they want to be found a lot easier. One of the things I tell them is take a look at who you believe your competitors are. The, the the profiles that are just amazing and they pop for you and they speak to you, take a look at the best, some of their best practices. What are they doing? Right? What, what can you bring on and um, emulate yourselves and make your profile better? You know, one of the things that's so interesting about LinkedIn as a business to business connection is I've gotten some of my not only best clients, but people will vet you. So if you're not listed on social media, if you don't have a presence online, if you don't even know how to start getting found, there's some really great sites that I can share with you, if I may. Um, Sure. And that way you can secure your, what I call your vanity URL. Uh, mm-hmm. And your username, even if you decide that you're not going to, you don't have to be all things to all people on social media. Right. So, typically, you want at least if you're going to build out your social media, if even if this is not your first time, if you have a presence online but it's not consistent or it's not a strong foundation, go to Knowem uh, as an example, k-n-o-w-e-m dot com, mm-hmm. and take a look at securing oh, your wow. username. And so that when I say username, I'm talking about for me, it's facebook.com forward slash virtual options or twitter.com forward slash virtual options. So I secured Mm -hmm. my business username. I also secured as much as I could my personal, because I use both and I use them. uh, I use them both for business as well. So what that provides you is even if, as an example, you won't ever want to be on YouTube, or maybe it's a not now, but it's a, what's next, a phase two or phase three for you. At least you'll have that. You'll have that username or that Google plus, um, Google (laughs) until they get rid of it. Uh, you'll have that secured so that you can build up or build into that two Mm -hmm. things about this. So number one, as a business, your social media is a digital asset. Mm -hmm. believe it or not. For most of us who may or may not sell our business or may or may not think our business is quote worth something once we retire or move into another stage or another business, but it is because you've got your, your approach, your philosophy, your clients, your systems, and your digital assets are all a part of that. The second thing about your kind of online presence is you want to make sure that your information is yours. So as mm-hmm. an example, I live in Central Florida, northeast of Orlando, and I'm known in the area and in 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 and around the industry and social media and, and marketing. So there is a wonderful—I'm sure she's wonderful because she has my name—a wonderful lady <laughs> in uh, Jacksonville, I believe, and I believe there's another one out in Colorado who one's a realtor and one's in a quite an accomplished equestrian. Ah. Both industries of which I know little to none about, and mm-hmm. um, couldn't—you know—what I know fills a thimble. So I have to claim my name, Dawn Jensen or Dawn Raquel mm-hmm. So I have to claim my name because. What's important is brand obviously branding myself because people know me as as Don Jensen. Mm-hmm. So one of the great places that I've seen, and I and I give this to you because it's a um uh, there's a fee a free version and a fee version, and I think the free version works just just fine for most mm-hmm. of us. But brandyourself.com allows you to claim all the instances of you online as you. So Ah, it gives you the free version. Gives you, well, let me. The caveat is, let me just back up. The caveat mm-hmm. is, it gives you a grade. So if you, ah. if you sign up initially and it gives you a D or an F, that has nothing to do with you or what you don't do or what you have done online or you know, mm-hmm. the quality of your work. Period. It's just this, I assume, algorithm or some kind of arbitrary grade. So they they want you to take a look at you know, the things that are, are being said, because it will be said about your, you or your business regardless. Mm -hmm. So when I go to brand yourself, I have um, for the free version, I have up to a hundred results, search results. and I can do one of three things. I can confirm that that entry is me. It might be my LinkedIn profile, my Facebook page. It might be a, a a quote that I gave to the Orlando business journal or Mm -hmm. webinar. So I can claim that it's me so that my relevance and my name prominence comes up higher in search engines it also mm-hmm. promotes recency and currency online the second thing that I can do is I can deny so the wonderful realtor or the equestrian oh okay um, it not same name but not not me obviously I can deny mm-hmm. and so that kind of goes away or. It, goes towards the bottom. And I can, again, keep my, my own consistent presence risen. Mm-hmm. And then the third option, I'm going to say you have a quote opportunity to uh, bury. And when I say opportunity read, you can probably pay for that. <laughs> ah. You have the opportunity to bury information if it's not so um, flattering flattering if you've had <laughs> that moment at spring break 99 where you mm-hmm. had you were caught in a beer bikini shot right mm-hmm. yeah so you have that kind of opportunity and most times what you're going to find is you're going to see over time that grade that brand yourself gives you rise you're going to also see your prominence in your in search results rise mm-hmm. and every couple of weeks i would check back to do the new crop of 100 results, okay. um, and then make sure, you know, you can obviously pay for, for submissions and, and things like that, but it's not necessary for most of us in what we do, but it will definitely help
0: with your online visibility. Right. Well, and I could see one example where it's extremely important, and that's somebody who's in the job market, because HR people and recruiters, one of the very first things they do anymore for pretty much any level of position is they Google somebody. You know, and, and what are they going to find? And if they find the picture of the bikini, well, it depends on the business, um, you know, they they will just go on to the next candidate, <coughs> excuse me, and, and skip you.
1: Absolutely. You know, I was doing a talk, uh, and I do it from time to time, to high school seniors. And one of the things that we found in some of the studies is 30% of college applications are denied based on the prospect social media engagement. Yes.
0: Thirty percent thirty percent of
1: admission officers will deny it. Mm-hmm. And they and it's a wake up call for a lot a lot of a lot of students, but it's also a wake up call for a lot of professionals that, you know, it may seem okay that happy hour happens for you, but you don't know who you're connected to and what right. influences they have. And you don't know who's tagging your information without your knowledge. Sometimes it is, sometimes it's without, mm-hmm. and your and knowledge and, and permission.
0: hmm right. Well, now, on BrandYourself.com, you mentioned that you use your personal name. Can you also use your business and, and look for uh, the instances that way?
1: Not on that site. And that's a really okay. good question. I haven't found one yet. Not to say that it's not out there, but I haven't found one yet. My okay. my suggestion always for business is to go through one of the, the things is the Google for business to make sure that you've claimed, if you can, your Yelp or um, Foursquare slash Swarm. You- where mm-hmm. you, you can claim your your business, TripAdvisor, if appropriate for your industry, and all the what I call the ancillary um, social media sites. So when I say ancillary, they're important, but they're not not kind of your digital embassies or right. like digital
0: outpost. Well, and it's important for businesses to always be looking. Because, you know, we mentioned there are businesses who say, I'm not going to be on social media. It's a waste of time. Blah, blah, blah. Just because you're not there doesn't mean people aren't talking about you there. You know, and and you mentioned Yelp and TripAdvisor. And, you know, and and if your business has been receiving reviews and, and, you know, on some of those sites, it it can be services. It's not a brick and mortar type of place. You need to know what people are saying and, and fix it if it was something that was bad. You know, if you can always thank people for their positive comments. You know, that's one of those things that drives me nuts is when I go to, you know, one of those big review sites and somebody got positive reviews and it's either a cut and paste, thank you so much for your comment, we really <laughs> appreciate it. And you're like, well, whoopee, because you see that 15 times. Or they don't respond at all. Yeah. Uh, you know, it takes two seconds to say, thanks, Don. we hope to see you again. Yeah, you know, that's not a big deal. And, but you, when you see it, oh, well, yeah, I'm going to go back there. But when other people see it, it's just that extra little level of customer service. Yeah. And,
1: and sometimes it's, you don't
0: know what you don't know. So, right. There is a whole
1: aspect of, and I'm going to say SEO, search engine optimization, SCM, mm-hmm. search engine marketing, and social media marketing. That has to do with strictly review marketing, going into mm-hmm. Angie's List or Yelp or Thumbtack, uh, and uh, of course TripAdvisor, and being able to secure your business, but also manage anything that is out there on you. And as a mm-hmm. business, it's strict. It's super important. And, and the same thing with Google reviews. People will vet you. Make no mistake, they will vet you. And what I mean is they will find you online. Mm-hmm. They will Google your name, Google your business name, and get a sense of who you are before they even reach out and touch them. Right,
0: right. And, you know, nobody has a business that is totally unique. You know, I don't care what it is. there, There's something that is at least similar. Mm-hmm. And so if they're comparing A and B, and A is, <laughs> and B might not have quite what they want. Might be you know something just, but but if B has has better online presence, better reviews, things like that, well, A might be out the door. That's you know that's a really
1: good point, Deb. There we all know the no like and trust factor, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: even if you don't know Company A from Company B, if they have a presence online and they've put some effort into building it, keeping it, hosting to it, that that's a trust automatically Mm -hmm. versus somebody who doesn't have any. Right. And that's, that can be the decision right then and there. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, and as we were talking, it's funny. I was thinking of a a great example of uh, a local business here. That's (coughs) excuse me, maybe five minutes for me. It's a restaurant that had what I can tell, you know, from the past, no social media presence. And now all of a sudden they do. And, and it's been interesting to watch because it is, like I said, it's a restaurant. It's one that I drive by frequently and, you know, I'll look at it and go, it's, it's an independent. It's, you know, not pretty, you know, they, they haven't put a ton of work. They've got a, you know, a dirt parking lot, all sorts of things. And, you know, and, and you drive by and you think, oh, I don't know, maybe that's a breakfast place, maybe not, you <laughs> know, but I'm going to go on to IHOP or, you know, Waffle House here in, in Atlanta, you know, or, you know, all of these things. And they are under new ownership. Mm. And so the first I knew of this was a sponsored post on Facebook because, of course, they were looking for people that that are on Facebook in this zip code. So they got me. And it's, you know, it's a very unique name of this restaurant. It's called Dolly's. And, you know, and, and they had a picture of the front. And, and so I knew immediately, well, hey, this is a place five minutes away. And so their sponsored post was, we're under new ownership. Come in and check out, you know, our great new menu, blah, 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 blah. So I'm thinking, hmm, this is interesting. So what do I do? I click like. So now I like their page. Mm-hmm. They are posting at least twice a day if not three times, you know, and, and, the third time I might just be missing, they post their breakfast special, they post their lunch special, and then they post, you know, when I've seen it, their dinner special. they they were never open for dinner before. So they're really pushing dinner, you know, all of these various things. And this place that I drove by, you know, hundreds of times that I went now simply because of their Facebook posts I'm thinking I need to try out, you know, and, and, that's just really how it can, can shift. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm laughing because
1: of familiarity. We always do this as humans. Mm-hmm. I love breakfast. I love mm-hmm. mom and pop restaurants. And oh, yeah. when I travel, I will go on Yelp and find out not only the restaurants that are around me, but the ones that are mom and pop. And I will look mm-hmm. at the reviews to see what the best thing to order is. Well, how they, how they got it. And just the other day, I, that's how I found this little cafe and it's a, it was in a, a section of Orlando called college park. And it, it was definitely mom and pop again, just like your experience, they didn't put a lot of money into the interior. You know, it looks like you could have walked in and it would have been 1979, mm-hmm. 1984. I mean, nothing changes. And one of the things on the back of the menu was they thanked us. They thanked everybody. They knew it said something to the effect that I know that you have a lot of choices, especially in the area as Mm -hmm. this place is growing. And it's very trendy. It's very, you know, a very trendy place. Ah, mm -hmm. Thank you for choosing us. You're helping keep a family, um, not a family alive, but a family serve, you know, um, surviving if you will. Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. And, it was just so sweet, and the I couldn't have had nicer servers and awesome iced tea. I'm an iced tea fanatic, mm-hmm. and it was wonderful. In fact, I bookmarked it. I wrote a little review on it, and I will be heading back there when I'm in that part of town.
0: Right. Well, and, and it really is, like you said, just those little touches of customer service, and it can go the other way, too. You know, I've, I've mentioned this a couple times on my program through the years. There is a, a barbecue place here in uh, Atlanta that's actually a very well-known barbecue place. And we went in and there was this kind of bedraggled little sign on the table, like us on Facebook for a free dessert. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> yo, know, you like iced tea. I like dessert. I like barbecue. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, yeah. You know But that was all it said. It didn't tell you how to find them. So, you know, I get out my phone and I can't find their business the, the usual ways on Facebook. You know, it was it, so however their page is listed, it's not restaurant name. So, you know, that was kind of confusing. And, and I'm, but I'm still, you know, I'm on the, the hunt for this free dessert. So our server comes and I explained to her, you know, hey, I'm trying to do this. And her response was, I don't know. I'm not on Facebook. <laughs> and, you know, so not only did I not get my free dessert, we had fabulous food. And I would have been more than happy to have posted about that. But, you know, I, I couldn't find them. And so if you, you know, even if you have your business name as, you know, your, your Twitter handle, your Facebook page, all those various things, tell people how to find you. You know, we like stuff simple. If I have to hunt and find, well, I have the attention span of a gnat and I get sidetracked really easy and then I forget what I was looking for in the first place. So tell people, you know, whether it's on your business card, have the links on your website, all of those various things, tell people how to find you. Yeah, and, and be you know, fortune
1: favors the bold. Be unabashed about
0: it. Right. Yeah, you know, and, and, and it is one of those things where more and more we're getting used to looking for it. Um, you know, we're we're on Facebook all the time, we're on Twitter, you know, whatever your platform of choice is. And so when we go into a business or we, you know, have a great service from from someone, we look for them. Or, you know, the the opposite is true also. If we if we want to complain, we look for them and you know oh well maybe you don't want to be found if they're wanting to complain but anyhow um sure. you know it it is something where it, the easier you make it for people the better it is
1: yeah you know and on that note i mentioned to you noam k n o a m Right. Mm -hmm. There's another one as well. It's called NameCheck. N-A-M-E-C-H-K. dot com. So whether it's for business or or your name, especially if you sell insurance or uh, financial advisor that sort of thing, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that may be important to you. But yeah, Yeah, you know, (laughs) even if and and it's funny. I one of the things that I do is I I'm on a couple of boards and I'm on a historical society board here. And we run a farmers market. It's one of the things that we do for the community. It raises money for the historical mm-hmm. society, and it and it actually pulls our community together. And from time to time, I'll get people that have um, th- I, maybe they came back and their fruit was bruised. Mm-hmm. You know, it happens, and right. So I I. I'm also the monitor of the Facebook for this and mm-hmm. so they complain, which is awesome because I see it as an opportunity for right. to reach out and it's the way mm-hmm. that we kind of stand in the face of no agreement or disagreement mm-hmm. in that case that we're not deleting the things that unless it's you know personal attacks we're not deleting, right, bad language things right like that. that we have the opportunity to build those people as brand ambassadors because we took care Mm -hmm. of them.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and, and, you know, say they had fruit that was bruised, Uh, you know, a a response would be to say, Oh dear, we're terribly sorry. Please come back next week and, and we'll, we'll fix it. You know, we'll give you a complimentary basket or something like that. Um, Now you do have to be careful with that because pretty soon you're going to have everybody (laughs) saying, Hey, my fruit was bruised. But you know, my experience is for the most part, people are, trustworthy. And, you know, and, and so if if you gave somebody that really didn't deserve it, a free basket of fruit, well, maybe you still want them over and they're going to come back and buy the, the basket next time. Yeah, exactly. It's that's perfect. Right. Well, you've got this great resource online that I, I want to talk about because I was going through it. It's free. Hello, folks. <laughs> this is free. It's a great resource. And it's a, a an ebook called Create Massive Impact, by building online authority with social media. And it kind of walks you through whether you're a novice or more importantly, maybe you've been doing this for a while. It's always good to check to make sure you're doing it correctly. And so it walks people through things. So first, tell people how they find that. Well, it's really easy. You can go to
1: dawnshowmehow.com mm-hmm. and uh, put in your email address and click on the button and it you can download it right then and there. And you also have an opportunity if you wanted to, if you had questions or you wanted some clarification on your approach or what you're doing on social media and you just need some advice, you can also schedule some time with me to sit down um, and we can do a conference call on, on just, you know, focusing on what you're up
0: to. Cool. You know, so one of the pages that kind of jumped out at me to start with is this social media profiles checklist. And, and I love it because, you know, on here you give plenty of space to take notes but it kind of walks a business and an individual through the key things that that need to be out there and making sure again that they're consistent you know as if if you've got something on facebook for for business again does it match what you have said on linkedin and on twitter and you know what's your photo i always love it when i go in there's you know all these different photos <laughs> um I'm like, well, is this the right person? And um, you know, and, and and I admit I there are a couple sites I probably need to check myself and go through and, and update. But you know, it it is one of those things. Now it's it's perfectly okay to have a different photo on your personal Facebook page than you do for business. You know, there are a lot of people who do that. But, you know, your your business Facebook should match your LinkedIn, you know, all of those things. You know, whether it's your logo, whether it's now you can't use your logo on LinkedIn, not on your personal page. No, no, bad thing. Um, but, you know, I, I love that you've got this quick little checklist that people can go through and go, oh, you know what? I, I don't have a a personal brand statement. You know, your business tagline. I don't have that. So maybe that's something that I need to work on. Uh, you know, I put this together for clients because
1: I thought that there's already overwhelm. You know, mm-hmm your business, you're managing your business, you're working in your business. If you were to starting social media from scratch, you're going to spend about five or six hours just filling out information, um, on your profile. So right. if you had everything in one place at the beginning, that would cut it down to mm-hmm. about half. So right. I am not about recreating the wheel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am all about making sure that we can leverage our time better. And so Sometimes, you know, what will work with some, like one of the, one of the things that I have in there is a, a mini byline bio or writer's bio, which is if you're writing blogs, it's great for the end of every article. And it's also wonderful for like a mini Twitter bio that mm-hmm. way everything's succinct and consistent and branded across your.
0: Platforms. Right. You know, and, and people compare those things. It's, it's really funny because you might have somebody who follows you across multiple platforms and if they see that there's not consistency in their mind, now they, you know, this might be kind of a subliminal thing, but they're also maybe thinking, well, what's their work like? You know, if if they can't get this right, are they going to get my project right? Are they going to, you know, be you? Know, are they going to do good quality work? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and and you also talk about creating social capital, and I love this term. But explain to us what you mean by creating social capital. Well, in the same
1: vein as your digital assets, your and I I talk about your philosophy and your approach and your body of wisdom, you may be and I may be in the same industry. We may have um, even provide the same services, but our philosophies and our approach to it is different. So when you're Mm -hmm. able to showcase that in a way that, you're of service to people that may be, uh, it may be on video. It may be here as interview podcast. It may be that you're a, um, you're wanting to separate yourself from those that do what you do in your field, regardless of your industry. So when you're, when the social capital I speak of is that wonderful, those wonderful nuggets of information that you are sharing across mm-hmm. your social media in ways that meet all the audiences or spheres of influence. So as mm-hmm. an example, I'll, 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 I'll break it down as a, as a video. So let's say I am a, and I'll, I'll give a client example. I have a financial advisor who mm-hmm. typically you would think that financial advisors are a little dry. Um, mm-hmm. there are numbers people to, right. and it can't be that interesting. It just Mm -hmm. can't. Now, what I found is he, this particular client does an amazing job on video. He can Ah. break down very, I'm going to call it highbrow, but very uh, intense topics into Mm -hmm. really simple, fun language Mm -hmm. and make things make sense and you, and you know how to apply it. Mm-hmm. So he has it on video. He can take the script from that video. He can strip this, just use the script and create a blog post out of it. He mm-hmm. can take the audio and make a podcast out of it. He can take all those facts figure statistics that he has stated and those could be tweets those could mm-hmm. be uh, quotables that he could create visual imagery or Instagram, a bowl, or mm-hmm. um, he can use canva.com, which is a fabulous site.
0: Oh, I love it. And it's
1: free. Hello. Ah! <laughs> and Adobe post. If you're on mm-hmm. uh, if you have a, a um, iPhone. That's another amazing tool that people can use. So he can literally create one thing and have multiple pieces of content come from Mm -hmm. that and have that be part of his resource library. So as he shares across different social media platforms, he's building social capital in himself, Mm -hmm. in his brand, in his business.
0: Right. Well, and one of the things that you say about social capital is that you should become the trusted advisor in your niche by educating, informing, inspiring, entertaining, and empowering. And, you know, those are our five great words to keep in mind every time you're doing a post. And I love that you include entertain because, you know, it doesn't matter what the business is, whether it's financial planning or insurance or a restaurant or social media or, you know, any of those things. It's okay to show that you have humor. Now, obviously, watch it. No, um, you know, hello. You know, this is this is a, a G-rated type of post. Know your audience. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really know your audience. Um, you know, and, and, and you know, some of it depends on who your audience is and, and what your topic is and, and, you know, things like that. But you can also, you know, you can post inspirational stories. Uh, one of the things that I remember one time, I belonged to this small networking group and our uh insurance salesman told a story about someone who didn't have life insurance mm-hmm. and what the result was when they passed away you know and and more than anything what got us was th- this was a, a a real person this was not he was reading from a brochure or anything like that he knew this person and he got emotionally um into it you know and and when it upset him We all, I mean, it really moved us. So whether it's something like that, or maybe it is a, you know, hello, the cute cat video. Sometimes that's okay to post for business or, you know, some of those things, it's okay to entertain and, and more importantly, tell those stories, you know, the financial stories, the, the stories about how, you know, somebody hadn't used social media and now all of a sudden their restaurant is booming. You know, people relate to the stories. So it's okay to, to use those. Absolutely. It's spot on. You know, and I also love the fact that you talk about curated content and and I'll have you define that in a moment because one of the things that people always tell me, it doesn't matter what they do, they always kind of look at me and say, but I don't know what to post. I don't have enough to post. What do I do? So what is curated content and why is that so important and, and, you know, as as a great integral part of what you're posting? So curated content,
1: I always get a question around this security so content is the content that you find online that aligns with, it might be your, it, your industry, a strategic partners information, and it allows you to still educate and inform your clients and prospects, but it doesn't necessarily, it's not necessarily your created content. Mm-hmm. So as a, if you think about, this is what I like to do. I'll, I'll take you through an, a small exercise. Okay. When I am, if I'm, I'm opening my, the palm of my hand, so you can't see me, but my, my palm is there. virtually we're doing yes, this. Virtually okay. doing this. So if you open the palm of your hand and you're literally, you're standing in the middle of the palm. Um, one of the lines that you have, or one of the things that you have is, and I'll do it for me. I'm an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So that's, that kind of line crosses. I have another line that crosses and I'm a leader. I'm a leader in my field. I'm a leader in kind of women in business, that sort of thing. So that's something that speaks to me. I'm also Mm -hmm. in social media. So all of these lines intersect and cross. Um, I also personally have, I love, history and archaeology. Like I think I would have been Indiana Jones in a former life if it was mm-hmm. that cool on the movies. Right. But I always read about it. I always post about it to my personal pages. And sometimes I'll share mm-hmm. if it, 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 it works. So all um, as all those lines intersect The other thing I like doing is I used to like doing mud races and things like that. So all of those Mm -hmm. lines intersect. And in the middle of that is actually your platform. That's Mm -hmm. where you speak and share from. That's where your, your sweet spot is. So if you were defining yourself as an expert in field, it's not necessarily just in your industry. There are so much more uh, wonderful textures and layers and gradients about you. So Mm -hmm. when you're looking at Finding content online, I would look at I entrepreneur. I look at Inc. I look at Fast Company. I'll look at Forbes. I'll look at different things, maybe even National Geographic because that that interests me. Right. And I'll post along with you know the social media sites. I'll, I'll post information from those sites using social media management tools like Buffer app. Or mm-hmm. Hootsuite. sweet. Right. so that couples with your curated content, your own things that you write about, talk about, videotape, mm-hmm. I say videotape, stream about. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm showing my age, <laughs> but it you know it all works in concert with
0: each other. Mm-hmm. Well, and of course, the nice thing about curated content is it does give you another resource. You know, and and I love posting things that other people have have shared. And it, you know, it doesn't matter to me, and this is obviously a personal choice that every business person has to make. I will post things that people would consider to be from my, and I'm putting this in air quotes, competitors. (laughs) So, for example, I might share something that you posted. Well, you know, it's great content. Why don't I want to, you know, why wouldn't I want to share it? it comes back to what we said a while ago, you know, why reinvent the wheel now? Could I rewrite it and make it come from me? Okay. Yeah. Um, probably, but why would I want to spend that much time doing it when, you know, it's, it's just showing that you're a great resource for this information. And then when I post my own content, it just kind of adds to that. Right. (laughs) Absolutely. That is so, you know, that
1: is so key. We're, we're not in silos anymore you know mm-hmm. it is a collaborative economy now and and we have to look at that because what we put out there when we're being of service to those uh, that are clients and prospects and even those that don't you know necessarily will need our services but they might need a little bit of nu- a nugget of information or a bit right. you know they will be better for that because we've shared maybe something that i've gotten from a quote-unquote competitor or strategic mm-hmm.
0: I call them strategic partners because we're also right. we all do specialized mm-hmm. things as well well and they remember hey they got this great information from Don or they got this great information from Deb they don't necessarily remember that we shared somebody else's information right, right exactly yeah so there's kind of that cheating factor there. <laughs> that's <funny. clears throat> you know and and now, the one thing that I always tell people is when you're sharing, say, an article from Entrepreneur or Inc. or an industry publication or somebody else's blog or whatever it is, please, 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 please read the whole thing. You know, don't just think, oh, this has got a great title, so I'm going to share it, because it might not match your philosophy. And if it doesn't match, it's not. that's not to say don't share it, because you might share it and say... I have a differing philosophy about this, you know, maybe back to your financial planning person, you know, maybe it's somebody who's saying, invest in this type of, of industry. And I, and I know they have to be very careful about what they post about because of, of the federal guidelines, but you know, as, as another financial advisor, you might think differently. And so it's, it's okay to say, you know, this is, this is great for them. Here's another way to think about this. So you're not saying they're wrong because don't do that. Um, but you know it's it's a way to, to be able to to show your point of view also that is such an
1: interesting uh, and and spot on uh, Deb it's so spot on I think that is one way that you you actually can elevate your kind of your online authority because you're able to break things down um, in the case of the financial advisor that is excellent excellent information in fact the fact that you can di- differentiate, from another point of view, it's, it helps, it's helpful for you business, mm-hmm. but it's also helpful for those who want to know how to buy,
0: buy your products or services. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's, it's a way for them to think, okay, well, this person really does get me or mm, maybe not so much. So I'm not even going to waste my time with them. There's still going to be a great resource, things like that. But I know I need to go to somebody else for that product or service. Right. You know, and, and it's, it's so interesting because it's also a way, you know, you talked about strategic partners, it's a way to get their attention too. And maybe, you know, it, 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 it does develop into something more, which is why you don't want to say they're wrong. This is bad. Um, but you know, if you're saying, you know, what about, or how, you know, what if we think of it in this way and they see it, they could reach out to you and say, wow, you know, I never thought of it that way. Why don't we discuss it over Skype, over a cup of coffee or something like that? So you could turn that into an even bigger and better business relationship.
1: You know, that is how I've gotten, uh, believe it or not, that's how I've gotten marketing clients, people that actually do social media for their clients, but they're Mm -hmm. looking for a different level of support and for Mm -hmm. themselves. And it's, it works very well. Plus, you know, whenever you can be a resource for people, you, your social capital builds,
0: Mm hmm. Right. You know, and, and it helps you to become that thought leader. So, you know, we, we hear that term and it's kind of one of those little catchphrases that people now use. And but, you know, we think of a thought leader as someone like a Richard Branson or, uh, you know, uh, somebody, uh, uh, you know, that's that's really prominent and very visible. But you can be a thought leader in an industry that's very small, that's very niche. Why do you want to be a thought leader? You know, when you're
1: seen as not one of, but the person that people go to and you know, and you'll know this Mm -hmm. when you have people in your same industry going and going to your events, asking you questions, um, Mm -hmm. getting your opinion. It, It, and you see this all the time in, if you think about it, if you, in your own, Area in your not even necessarily your industry, but even in your own chambers, your own networking groups, you know, those one or two people that really stick out because right. you know their stuff. Mm-hmm. They get not only more attention, but they actually get more referrals. And businesses, what we're looking for, we're looking to create a relationship. We want to know that what we provide actually matters and makes a difference mm-hmm. with people. You know, you're in your own industry for a reason. There is right. because you were given a gift and you're here to share it. That's, Mm -hmm. that's your purpose. You're here to find out what your purpose is and, and explode it out for people. Mm -hmm. And regardless of where you are on that journey, when you start building your social media presence, when you start sharing content, developing the, the philosophy in your body of wisdom, if you don't already have that, fully formed all of those steps build your thought leadership your digital leadership however you want to call it and you become the trusted advisor you Mm -hmm. are the first people clients and prospects think of um and they look for you they seek you out online Mm
0: -hmm. you know and, and maybe it's not a good match But, you know, most of the time it will be because you have given them so much information. They know, oh, my gosh, I have to work with Dawn, you know, or I have to go to that store or I have to buy this book, you know, whatever it is, because you've had such a great presence. They already know they've they've selected in, you know, the the selling is already done. Right. Well, one of the things I've also found when I've talked to people because they'll say, you know, I I don't know what to post all of these things when they really start thinking about it It helps clarify their entire selling process because I tell them well, if you don't know what to post What do you talk to people about when you meet with them face to face? Oh, well, I have you know this 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 <laughs> or you know or or maybe they Haven't been doing such a good job. And so there it's clarifying their thought process as they're going through it and you know and it's especially interesting when i talk to the people who say my industry is boring you know people buy insurance because they have to buy insurance but it's a boring industry you know they they go to financial planners because they have to or you know they they whatever it is car wash you know <laughs> you know if you can't make it interesting in person then you probably can't make it interesting online and the same thing if you can't make it interesting online you probably can't be interesting in person <laughs> and You know, and and yes, there are all those products that we just buy because we buy them, but it still comes back to who was that interesting person, you know, and maybe it is their story that they told. Maybe it's that you have that personal connection with them. You went to the same university or competing universities, or, you know, you like the same books, all of those things. It really does all tie together, you know, and, and, you know, it's, it's funny. I, I keep mentioning insurance and when we first moved to Atlanta, We discovered that we had to have flood insurance and we had to have it right away in order to close the mortgage. Mm, Yes. We were still in Colorado. (laughs) And it was like, ah, what do we do? (laughs) And so literally we went almost with the first name in the phone book and thought we can fix it later. Got the stuff, you know, got our mortgage, all that stuff, and then discovered that that was not who we wanted to be with. Um, you know, she gave horrible, horrible, horrible customer service. I mean, you know, we, we bought five different policies by the time you include the home, the cars, the business, all those things. Not once did she follow up with us, didn't welcome us to the area, all sorts of things like that. She overcharged us, we discovered. Now we did get a refund, but you know, all of these things. And then I meet this person at this networking thing who had that personality, who could walk me through, here's what you need. And I went, oh, okay. well, we're switching insurance companies. But he told a good story. And I mean that in a positive way, you know, because there is the people who tell a good story. And it's like, right. Mm -hmm." Um, But because of everything and plus, I, you know, I'm friends with him on Facebook. So I see pictures of his kids and, you know, I see how devoted he is to his family, to his community. And all of those things really made me think I have to switch to this person.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: You know, and, and, and it is, it's just one of those things that you really don't think about till you start putting it all together. Because I might've thought, well, I switched to him because I saw him at a, at a meeting, but then it was because of this and because of this and because of this and because the other one was not good. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, that's what people need to think about is what is that presence that they're putting out there? Absolutely. You know, and, and one of the things we've only got about five minutes left, that you talk about. And I love this philosophy because, you know, I still have people that say, oh, I don't have a website because I have a Facebook page. Always folks have a website, have a blog, have something that you're sending people to. So why is that so important? Well, if you think about it like this
1: and just like, uh, renting versus owning a home, when you have a presence on social media, you're renting. Facebook, Mm -hmm. LinkedIn. That's not yours. It's not right. You know, it can go away tomorrow and then what? Yeah. So the breadth, depth and width of your information, the, you know, that is your website. That is the platform that you start. That is your actual home country versus Mm -hmm. all these other digital embassies. And that's where you are going to always, you know, where people are always going to come back to, they're going to, excuse me, they're always going to see the other ancillary things online but it you get to control your message on your
0: platform right it's it's your platform you know hello it's not owned by Zuckerberg it's not you know it's not an IPO it's not any of those various things it's yours you know and, and that is what is so critical about that and you know, and, and the businesses that tell me, "Gee, I don't have a website because I just have a Facebook page." Typically, they're a small business, and they're thinking it's expensive. Well, there's ways around it that are really pretty easy and pretty pretty inexpensive. You can have, and I,
1: I love GoDaddy because I use GoDaddy domains a lot. So it's mm-hmm. not a, a a for or against. But if you really want, you know, going to Wix, wix.com, or Strikingly.com. Mm -hmm. You know, there are some websites that literally you spend a half hour just putting the basic information up right? and you at least have something to go by, Mm -hmm. you know, and I've, I've worked with bootstrappers before who have a very limited budget and they need something literally, literally within 48 hours, just because Mm -hmm. they're doing a big project or they're going on a big, you know, um, going after a big client. And Mm -hmm. so it's sort of, you know, we're in crisis crunch mode and those resources work beautifully. Mm
0: -hmm. Right. And of course, my favorite is WordPress. Absolutely. I I love that. You know, and and anytime I'm stumped on WordPress, I go to to YouTube and I will find a video that tells me how to do whatever it is I want to do on WordPress. That's perfect. And WordPress
1: by far, I think, and I don't know, Deb, if the the stats have changed, but at least 30 to 33% of all new sites are WordPress sites and it's so malleable. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I had heard that at least a quarter of the websites in the world are WordPress sites, um, you know, and and so a quarter, a third, you know, whatever that is, that's a lot of people who are using that platform. So it, you know, and that's a lot of people who are the one-person businesses or the the very small ones. So it's it's worth checking out. Yes. So you know, we're we're gonna wrap it up here. And one of the things that I'm seeing in your Create Massive Impact ebook is the overview. So it's starting small building your credibility and then being consistent so you know in in a minute wrap up for us <laughs> i know a minute um you know your philosophy on that wow okay um you know
1: when we start small, if even if it is Facebook and Twitter or Facebook and LinkedIn, just make sure that you're on top of it. Make sure that your profiles are optimized or up to date. You know, I always believe in cascading updates, which simply means we do the best that we can at the time for the time that we have. And when we know better, right. we do better.
0: Mm-hmm. When we
1: build deliberately, it simply means we're going to post. I would mm-hmm. hope that you could post once at least once a day but if mm-hmm. it's twice a week then it's twice a week just be right. be consistent and mm-hmm. we do utilize we the do tools. what we can
0: absolutely utilize the tools and the and the talents of the people around you. Mm-hmm. Well, Don, this has been absolutely fabulous and and I've learned so much. You know, I wrote down namecheck.com and com and brandyourself.com and I'm going to check those out and you've got some great resources both in this ebook and online. So tell people again how they find you and connect with you online. So you,
1: I'm, I'm on Facebook at Virtual Options and on Twitter as well, or at Dawn mm-hmm. R Jensen. But if you want the ebook and you want to download that, you go to
0: DawnShowMeHow.com. Great, perfect, perfect. Well, like I said, this has been great. We just scratched the surface on this, and I love doing. Programs like this where we're really talking people through the nuts and bolts of how to use social media because I think that's one of the big things is people, you know, especially if they're just getting into it, it it seems like everybody else is there. Everybody else knows what they're doing. And so maybe it's better that I not even try. No, you need to try. And so that's why I love programs like, you know, having you on as a guest. So we definitely have to have you on again because this is an always evolving process. Absolutely. I would love to, Deb. Thank you so much. Perfect. Well, we will have you on again um, because it has been such fun and and so entertaining and, and knowledge, you know, I've, I've gained knowledge from this. Um, so, you know, I've been talking with Don Jensen. I'm Deb Creer. We are um, going to say goodbye for today, but for everyone out there, have a great day and we'll talk with you next week.
1: Thanks for listening to Deb Career, your social media friend. Tune in next time to listen to more great tips, techniques,
0: and trends for using social media.